Welcome back to the To Be Here podcast. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm so happy that you're here. Um, Our weekly series has turned into a bi-weekly series, and that's okay, um, because it is. (laughs) Anyways, um, so welcome back. If you are just now joining us, we are in a series called In Every. Um, This is the second episode of that series, so if you didn't listen to the In Every Moment episode, definitely go back and listen to it. It kind of explains the series to you. Um, And then today, we're going to talk about conversation. So in every conversation. And on the To Be Here podcast, we like to talk about being right where you are, here, wherever here is, that kind of thing. And um, this is kind of that next step in like, in every moment we're being intentional, in every conversation we're being intentional, and I don't know about you guys, but conversation is sometimes difficult for a multitude of reasons because you can think through like different forms of conversations, like there's text conversations and in-person conversations and phone conversations and all of this different like mm, avenues of conversation. So being intentional in those ways is difficult um, because there's such a margin for miscommunication in conversation that if you're not being intentional, that will happen so much more. So there are so many places in scripture where Jesus is having conversations. And again, everything Jesus did was with intentionality and I'm not trying to say, like, this is the most intentional conversation he's ever had, or this is the most intentional moment. I'm just saying these ones stood out to me, and I definitely want to highlight them. Um, but just just read the Bible, and you'll see that, like, there's so much intentionality in everything Jesus was doing. But I want to jump into Scripture really quick and go from there as far as what it looks like to be intentional in conversation and be present in conversation Um, so if you want to turn to Mark 8, um, I'll read it, of course, because podcasts, I don't know, I listen to all podcasts in my car, so it would be a little unsafe for me to pull out my phone or a Bible and turn to Mark 8. So I'm going to read it. It's Mark 8, verse 13 through 21, and it says, And this is right after Jesus feeds the 4,000. So the second mass feeding with small amounts of bread. Um, And in verse 13 it says, And he left them, got on into the boat again, and went on to the other side. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, they being the disciples. And they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another, the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember, when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? He said, They said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And to they said to him seven and he said to them do you not yet understand and when you read that it kind of makes me think of in the moments episode where we kind of thought about 
not thinking too far ahead, not living for the moment that's coming, but living in the present moment. And I feel like with the disciples in this moment as well, in this conversation Jesus had intentionally on this boat, just like started speaking to them, that they were they were only looking at what they had and like trying to to plan ahead. Like, we don't have any bread. Oh no, what the heck? Like, what are we going to do? And Jesus is like, why the heck are you worried about bread? Like, you know what I can do with bread. <laughs> we can feed thousands with bread. Um, and what he's saying is to is to beware of the fair, like, beware of the leaven of Pharisees, like, beware of the religion and the performance and the do's and don'ts that come in the structure of religion and then the leaven of Herod, um, to beware of the, the world and the influence that it has and things like that. Like, we as Christians walk a different way and we live in a different way because of who Jesus is and what he did for us, so we have to be aware of, like, the, the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. That sounds weird to say it that way, but it's true. And so Jesus at this point is just preparing the disciples and they are in this conversation with him and they're not hearing what he's saying because they're so focused on finding a solution and answering and responding and they're not listening. And I think that like that thought alone we could spend hours talking about it i in my life have been notorious for being a quick responder where someone will say something i'm like okay well here's plan a plan b plan c and if those don't work plan d and um this that and the other when in reality the person probably just needed to be heard like that should have been my plan a to hear them and I think if we walk into to conversations and we enter into that space with someone with the mindset of letting them be heard first, that's the most intentional thing you can do in a conversation, is to allow that person to be heard, to come in a little more humble, a little bit more reserved, a little bit less hot, just slow, slow the roll, cool it down, and come into a conversation with someone um, and they can be ranting or they can just be like sharing life with you, whatever it is. Like, I want to encourage you to not jump to conclusions seems like the wrong thing to say. Um, but not be so quick to respond and be so much quicker to listen, um, to what people are saying. And I think, I think a good way to think that through is to let your speech be covered with grace. So you take what take what you initially would say in response like even in conversations that are not great conversations like someone is like frustrated with you like if your first response is to snap back pause and cover that snap back with grace and your response changes entirely and so it's just communicating is such a vital part of our lives and it molds and mends and makes things concrete in ways that we, I don't think, give it as much credit as it's due because we don't realize it because we, we don't put enough focus on conversations with people. Um, for example, I'm a terrible texter. Not that I don't respond because 
my phone's always in my hand. If I'm not responding to you, I read it and then forgot. <laughs> so, or I mentally responded. So maybe I am a terrible texter. Um, but like if we're having like a, a conversation that is not quote unquote professional, like we're getting work done, we're checking boxes, we're doing things like I'm under your leadership, you're under my leadership, like whatever that looks like in that kind of sense, like I'm very short to the point zero emotion, like, okay, got it. Okay, got it. And I probably get a little bit more snappy than I should, but it's so, it's not my intention to be snappy, but I definitely get that it gets that way because there's no compassion or grace or anything in my responses. So what I would encourage you to do is evaluate the way that you conversate. So like if your gift of conversation is to be empathetic with your words and to sit down with someone and you're great at letting them be heard, like that's something you have strived in and you just are great at it. I know so many people that I look forward to having conversations with them because I'm like, they are king and or queen listener. Like I just love sitting down with that friend and having a conversation and just walking away feeling loved and seen and heard and cared for, like, all of the things. And if and if that's you, like, wowie zowie, thank you for who you are. Um, but just make sure that that's also being returned to you. Like, think through that as well and make sure you have those kinds of people in your life. And then make sure that you're covering the way that you respond and that empathy with grace and reassurance and, like, that grace that you pour over the the grace of the Lord that you allow into those conversations um, is going to like be such it's going to emphasize the way that you respond so well if you're more like me and you're a very dry straight to the point kind of conversationalist um, definitely just dip your whole thought process in grace like smother it if you would <laughs> Wow, I think I just called myself out, and that was embarrassing, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have to dunk, full, submerge my conversation abilities in um, grace. Because I want to solve, like, my way of loving and caring is, like, solving the problem and, like, taking all the pieces. And there is nothing wrong with that. Um, that's That's a natural thing that the Lord has given me. Um, and pro probably a lot of you feel that way. Like you are problem solvers and that's awesome. That is a characteristic of God. He is not a God of chaos and he loves order and it's beautiful. And he loves that structure of like, there's no confusion. So that's awesome. But you also have to understand who you're speaking with and how they're understanding that and how they're perceiving that. And that grace needs to be extended as far as you can reach it. Um, and then God takes it even further. So know that you're covering grace and it's an endless coverage of the way you're responding as long as you're intentional in that. Um, because that's that's a great way that the Lord has created you. And when you pour grace on your conversation, if you pour grace onto your response, that grace heals what you may have otherwise injured um, in the conversation. If someone came to you and what they needed was to be heard and you came back so quick with a solution and solved their problem and then they didn't feel hurt at all. That's an injury to 
your friendship or relationship in a way that like you may not know because you're like oh, I did such a great job doing that so you have to you have to throw in that empathy and that compassion and that perspective that they have and where they're coming from and sometimes honestly straight up ask that person do you want me to solve that problem like do you want me to make a plan and help you solve it or do you just need to sit in it for a while and that's such an important response like the number of times one of my closest friends my dearest best friend who will be here tomorrow actually today if you're listening to this when it's released I'm so excited <laughs> um, she is great at what what kind of friend do you need me to be that's one of her famous lines um, because sometimes I need her to be the friend that solves the problem but sometimes I also need her to be the friend that's like anyways what'd you have for lunch today and like I felt heard and then we moved on because I didn't want to sit in it and that's just my personality and she knows that and so building your friendships and your relationships um, in that way is so so important so don't feel embarrassed and don't feel like it's like the wrong question like that you don't know how to respond and you ask for clarification of how to respond because it's it's important I think that's really important um, that's one of my goals this year with my students is to when they come to me with a problem or like they're upset I'm going to ask them first do you just need me to hear you out like do you just want to talk about it or do you want to make a plan to solve it and like either one of their responses is correct so either one of your responses when someone asks you that is correct because sometimes you need someone to solve the problem and sometimes you need to be heard and that's okay and I feel like I went on a different kind of rant there for a minute so thanks for hanging tight we're still talking about being intentional in every conversation. I love it. Um, I think I'm actually point. What? There's your blooper that wasn't at the beginning because I didn't blooper at the beginning. I didn't say something dumb at the beginning. I just said it in the middle. This is great. <laughs> Don't y'all love it? Don't y'all love this podcast? It's so fun. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying. I think I hit all of my points. That's what I was saying. That's not what I said, but that's what happened in my brain and didn't make it out of my mouth. Um, yeah. So next conversation you have, like, even if you need to be the person that's venting or starting the conversation, just think about, think about those things. Think about being intentional with the way that you respond. Think about being intentional in the way that you communicate um, your frustrations cover it all with grace and be so present in the moment that you understand what they're saying because that that changes the game being so present in the moment that you catch every word and you can respond with like so what I'm hearing you say is blank and you know exactly what they're saying like game changers let me tell you so that's all I have for you guys today I'm trying to keep these short and sweet and just quick encouragements and reminders and comforting things. And it's just fun to take a little look at the um, the life of Jesus and the way he was intentional. Like, I can only encourage you to find more ways that he was intentional in different conversations. Every parable was an intentional conversation of him teaching. So do that. Read through those. So cool. Um, if you are an educator in the pandemic world that we live in, bless you. Just a quick shout out because for me today we went back to in-person learning and my roommate is also a teacher and she went back to in-person learning slash virtual teaching 
and we did slash virtual teaching and it's just a wild world out there and it needs a whole lot of Jesus and healing let me tell you and it was a great day I loved hanging out with my little weasel six feet apart it was a fantastic day but if you're in the education world I just want you to know that you're doing a great job you are pushing through something and striving through something and doing immeasurably more than you could even think that you're doing without any training or understanding or preparation because no one saw this coming and there was no way to prepare you but you're killing it <laughs> and so that's my mini rant at the end of my podcast so shout out to all the educators and administrators and support staff and students you guys are doing a great job and i'm super proud of you um that's all i have for you today um go out and conquer the world seize the day whatever own it um and i'll see you right back here next time